Today, we're talking about boundaries, what they actually are, and debunking any myths and misconceptions you have about them. Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we talk all things life, love, and leadership with a spiritual and racial justice twist. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batak, and I'm so excited that you're here. If you are a returning listener, then I want to just say thank you so much for tuning in week after week, episode after episode, and my hope is that you are truly receiving the miracles and experiencing the life-changing magic that's here and available if you listen and implement what we're talking about here. And if you're new, then I want to say welcome. If you are frustrated with all of the nonsense that goes out in the world and you are just looking to put down the masks, have a safe space, a space where you can get deep and intimate and actually show up and be authentic, then you are in the right place. That's what we're all about here. And that's what we do. I'm going to invite you to head on over to www.fierceauthenticity.com slash start here, where you can sign up for our newsletter and receive bonus episodes of the podcast. Because every week that I do a solo episode, I also release a mini bonus episode, a love note that supports you with actual practices for the topics and themes that we discussed that week. And now let's just dive in. You know, it's really funny in this podcast, the positioning of it might sound really weird because we've been totally in this flow of talking about our relationship with a higher power and needing to cultivate that so that we can shift from problems to solutions. And in the last episode, we talked about hustle versus flow. And it's really funny because the episode I'm sharing with you today is definitely not the episode that my hustler has in mind for you. I had a whole other episode completely planned out and outlined, and I just could not sit and record it. It's there, it's ready, and I just couldn't. And then the funny thing is that I actually tried to record. I moved my microphone over to my new computer and attempted to get it all set up, and it would not work would not work to record that other episode that my hustler so diligently has in the queue for you. It at first wouldn't even pick up the sound of the mic. And then when it did pick up the sound of the mic, it was all static and garbled. And I just had to surrender and give up and said, okay, we'll try again tomorrow. And when I woke up today, I still could not get it in me to talk about what I have outlined for you. And Because I do practice what I preach, everything that I share with you, I share with you because I've done it. It's worked for me. And my life works so much better when I live by the principles and practice them in my own life rather than just sitting here and telling you all about them. 
So yeah, that episode is out the window. And it's actually really funny because that episode is about forcing our will and getting validation outside of ourselves. And that episode will come. And in the meantime, this is the episode that's here with us today. And I'm just going to roll with it because as soon as I let go of my hustle and trying to force the flow, because if you remember last week, we talked about hustle versus flow. And as soon as I let myself just surrender to the fact that that episode is not happening because there's another episode that my higher power has been tapping my shoulder and letting me know, you got to record this episode. And I've just ignored it. Like, no, 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 God, I've got this whole other plan. We can get to that episode later. And my higher power has other plans. You know, there's a saying, a quote that when we make plans, God laughs. And to me, that really goes to last episode where we talked about hustle versus flow. When I make plans, it's often because my hustler is at the wheel. My hustler is writing those words, putting them on the paper or typing into the keyboard. And, and I just have to learn to surrender to flow and let the hustler know it's cool that you've got that plan, but my higher power might have other plans. And so here we are practicing exactly what I share with you about. And so we're going to dive into today's episode, an episode about boundaries. And like I said, my higher power has been tapping me on the shoulder, whispering in my ear that I really need to record this episode about boundaries. And I kept saying, no, 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 I'll do it in the next segment. And here we are recording the episode on boundaries. And one of the things that I also love is that not only Am I giving myself permission to surrender to flow instead of trying to force my will and hustle my way through the episode that I had planned for you? But another thing is way back when and throughout the course of this podcast, there's been several episodes where I've shared with you that I'm going to give myself permission to change my mind. And I remember being a guest on a podcast at one point, and Jennifer D'Amato was the hostess, and she said that she writes all of her plans in pencil. She makes plans, but she writes them in pencil so that they can be erased and rearranged. And so I'm just reminding myself that, you know what, even though I may have written it on pen in my journal, really these plans are in pencil because I'm open to whatever the divine will for me is. And what the divine wants to share with you today is totally about all of the misconceptions that we have about boundaries. Now, both as a relationship therapist and as an executive coach and consultant, this topic comes up all the time. And it also comes up with other mentees that I support and outside of my professional life. This is a topic that just comes up all the time. And funny, just like, you know, when you hear a topic or you think of something, all of a sudden you see everything that relates to that subject. It's like the red car. Technically, that's the reticular activating system. So you think like, I'm going to buy a red car. So you buy a red car and then all of a sudden you see all the red cars on the road. Yeah, this topic of boundaries is kind of like that because I've been getting the nudge that we got to talk about this. I have to share with you, my listeners, about the misconceptions 
that are so common that everybody has about boundaries. And because I've been ignoring it and ignoring it and ignoring it, I've been seeing it everywhere. Other people are talking about it. It's on Instagram. People on LinkedIn are starting to share about it. It's literally everywhere. People are starting to do classes and courses. And for a hot second, I thought that I was going to record a big, long, lengthy class about boundaries. And like I said, my higher power has other plans. And I don't think I've shared with you yet, but my word this year for 2021 is actually obedience following my higher powers guidance and being obedient. And I am a human progress, not perfection. I'm never going to do it perfectly. And so when I stray or stumble, it's okay because my higher power will course correct me and I will course correct myself and go back to listening to what the guidance actually is. So here we have it, boundaries. One of the most common misconceptions that I hear about boundaries is that people think they create boundaries for other people. And here's the thing, boundaries are for you. You don't create boundaries so that you know you can control how other people interact with you or what they should do or how they should be in relationship with you. Absolutely not. That is not why we set boundaries. And the reason people struggle with boundary setting is because they have a belief that when they're setting boundaries, it's so that we can manage or manipulate or control the way that other people interact with us and the way other people interface with us. So when these others don't, you know, adhere to the boundaries that we have set for them, we get really upset. We get triggered. We get emotional. We go into stories of, see how nobody listens to me and this is bad person because they're not following my boundaries. And then it creates this whole spiral that really damages relationships, both with others and with yourself. And so this is why the first and most important thing for you to know is that boundaries are for you. They're for you. Boundaries are created for you to adhere to them, not for others to adhere to them. So let me give you an example. Let's say Aunt Sally loves to get in other people's business. She loves to gossip. She loves to criticize. She loves to compare. And you don't want to participate in that anymore. So you've told Aunt Sally, you know what? Just don't gossip to me. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear you criticize other people. I don't need to know what other people's business is. Just don't. But yet, Aunt Sally, because she is who she is, keeps telling you other people's business. And that's where the boundary is for you. Because if you know that you no longer want to participate in that behavior of gossiping and criticizing and comparing, and you just don't want to be a part of that gossip train anymore, then it is up to you to do something different every time Aunt Sally opens her mouth to gossip or criticize or complain or compare. When Aunt Sally brings up the topic... Sure, you can let her know, you know, Auntie, I don't want to talk about that. 
And then here's where the ninja moves come in. Because then you change the topic so quickly that nobody can even know what happened. And then you just change the subject, literally. Aunt Sally goes to complain. She opens her mouth. She's criticizing somebody or she's starting to compare somebody. You shut it down by enforcing your boundary that you have set, that you no longer want to participate in that without having to tell her what to do or how to do it. But you simply get to finesse that conversation and maneuver it in a totally different way. A way that feels more in alignment and more in integrity with who you are and how you want to engage with people. And sure, there might be some pushback, but most of the time, people don't even notice what occurred. And when you continue to practice this over and over and over again, it starts to become more natural for you. And then rather than getting pissed off at Aunt Sally for always, quote unquote, breaking your boundary of talking to you about other people in their business, instead, you love and accept Aunt Sally for who she is. You know she's going to go there. And because you have the boundary for yourself that you no longer want to participate in that, you have ways to navigate the conversation around that subject so that you give Aunt Sally the dignity and grace to continue being who she is while you give yourself the dignity and grace to show up in your integrity of who you are and how you want to live. And when you do that, it is a win-win for everybody involved. And there's going to be those times where Aunt Sally is just going on and on and she is not having any type of redirect in the conversation. And that's where you might have to implement some other techniques to protect your boundary. And so if Aunt Sally is having a day where she is not going to let the conversation be redirected, then it's up to you to get up, to leave the room, to excuse yourself to the bathroom, to go see what Uncle Joe is doing in the garage. I mean, that's when it is up to you to do your part to ensure that you are honoring your boundary and living by your value that you have set for yourself. Which leads me to the next thing, the next misconception that ties hand in hand with when we think about boundaries are so that other people can engage with us in a certain way, is that when you set a boundary, it's not necessarily to keep things out. And I used to think for the longest time that it was to keep things out. It's to keep out the drama. It's to keep out the criticism. It's to keep out the negativity. And what I've come to learn is it's not about what we're keeping out necessarily but it's about what we're protecting and what we're keeping in. So going back to that previous example, what you want to keep in is your integrity, your sanity, your serenity. And what you know is that when others, especially Aunt Sally, go into gossip, criticism, comparison, complaining, and just being an all-out negative Nelly, you've come to find that that pulls you out of your serenity. It pulls you out of your integrity. It pulls you out of your center. So by creating that boundary for yourself, that you're no longer going to participate in that behavior, what you're doing and saying 
is that you are valuing and protecting your peace, your sanity, and your integrity. And those are the things that you want to keep in your boundary bubble or in your fence. And when you can start to shift and think about it as what are you keeping in and not necessarily what are you keeping out, it becomes a whole lot easier to honor the boundaries that you have created for yourself. Another way to think about this, because visuals are really helpful, and I talk to my clients about it in this way all the time, which is if you were planting a garden or even a little tree, and if it was a sapling, it was barely, barely, barely just starting to peek through the ground, would you leave that little sapling or that little sprout that just sprouted? Would you leave it completely unprotected and open and available to the elements to fend for itself? Absolutely not. You would not do that. What you would want to do is you would put a a fence around it so that you could protect it and keep it safe from all of the outside elements that could potentially come and rip that sapling or that sprout right out or that could dump on top of it and just crush it from growing. And so what you're doing is you're putting that fence around the little sapling of you to protect and honor yourself. And so that fence isn't because you're trying to keep other stuff out or keep other people out. That's just kind of a natural byproduct of what happens. But it's because you're trying to nurture and tend to that little sapling, that little plant that just poked its sprouts. That's what you're trying to do, is you are trying to protect that little sapling and what it needs. And what it needs is care and nurturance and water and minerals and fertilizer and all of the things to help support it in growing. So next time you think about boundaries, remember that boundaries are for you because other people are constantly going to try to move that boundary, get you to break that boundary. And they're also going to try to go over, under, or around that boundary because that's either who they are or it's how they're used to you being. Because that is the other thing that happens when we think boundaries are for other people. We get upset and then we're constantly moving them. But when you realize and you recognize that boundaries are for you, and you set them so that you can protect what it is within your personhood that you are trying to protect, such as your peace, your serenity, your sanity, and your integrity, then it becomes a whole lot easier to know exactly what it is that you have to do in any given moment in order to protect that and keep what you need and what you most value inside which means then that you are able to enforce boundaries like a ninja 
And it doesn't ever have to be about anybody else. Because what you're doing is taking accountability and ownership for your part, your well-being, and your sanity, your serenity, and your integrity. Because other people aren't responsible for that. That is your responsibility. And the other beautiful, miraculous thing that happens when you view boundaries in the ways that I'm sharing with you today is that you no longer have to be rude or angry around the boundary setting pieces. And instead, when you're coming from the perspective of you've set these boundaries for you to protect what you most value, what is most important to you. And when you come from that space, it becomes easier to set boundaries and operate with love and kindness and compassion for yourself and others. And I know somebody needed to hear that today. And that's why the other episode would not, for the life of me, come through. Because I know somebody needed to hear this conversation right here, right now, today about boundaries and the small shifts that you can make in your perspective so that you can be true to yourself and your boundaries at all times. And to do it with love and kindness and compassion and respect. And so with that, I'm out. Have a really, really great rest of your week. And we'll be back next week. Take really good care. I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge all of the amazing support that I have in making this podcast possible for you. And I want to start with Diego Velasquez, our podcast editor and the artist who created our beautiful custom music. Ana Olvina, my assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and creates the transcript that you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other image that you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday night. And I'm like, hey, babe. I got to record a podcast episode. Is that okay? And lastly, I want to acknowledge my higher power whose wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. I'm sending you all so much love and we'll be together again next week.